ladies and gentlemen. It's a sad day today. Why is that? He was just telling me. Because. And I said to save it for the intro. Just because. No, I'm kidding. Um, Because it's my last week here uh, recording. In the actual studio? Yeah. Until like next month. Right? Why is that? Because your boy is going to Brazil. Finally. It's been like 10 years. Remember, remember? What? I'm coming home. Oh. Coming home. Oh my God! When you gotta go <clears throat> back where I belong. But I'm back where I belong. I never felt so strong yet. But I'm not a rapper though. But uh. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's been like ten years since I've gone there. Um, and the last time I was there, I was, I was living there, so it's not like I was visiting. Um, yeah, bro. I'm like fucking. I'm excited, but more so anxious. Just, Why are you anxious? I don't know. What are you, what are you, what are you anxious about? Well, one, it's a completely different country. It's been 10 years. I'm going to be speaking Portuguese the whole time. And like, yeah, I'm fluent. I'm fine and whatever. But the thing is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just, th- it's different. So it'd I, I be daunting. You're in a completely different like, section of the world. And I think culturally it's different. Yeah. Like bro, you said, very... you're speaking a different language. That's Everything a big is different. Like, like is my is the way I dress here gonna be good there? Am I even gonna be able to dress the way I here like there? If that even I don't know. Because my sister think, was telling me, bro, I, I was think like, you're chilling with that stuff, bro. My like, sister was in terms saying, of that. She's like, uh, like if we went to São Paulo where she went, which we might not be going, but that's okay. Like if I walk, if I if I, if I just wear my Nike shorts, you know, my Air Force and shit like that, bro, I'm running the risk of getting my shoes stolen off. My oh feet, bro. Yeah, 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 you're talking in that sense. Yeah, my cousin <clears throat> told her she's like he, he's like um uh that's hilarious. Here you don't stick your phone out and randomly film whatever and use your phone while walking. If you're walking here, you either keep your phone in your pocket or your phone in your bra. Or in your underwear. Mm. Nowhere in sight. Because people are just going to steal it. Bro, they say, like, if you go to the beach there and shit like that, you're just, like, you know how people go to, like, Wasaga? Like, you've never been there. No, yeah. I've never been to Wasaga Beach. But it's like a, yeah, it's like a beach that we have here, kind of, whatever. Um, <clears throat> people, just, you know, obviously, they're going to film. Oh, it's a nice day. The water's nice, whatever. Bro, you do that there, some little kid's going to be like, snatch your shit, bro, and then just run it. dips. No, nah, he's not even going to say anything. He snatches it off your hand and then Boom. just runs away. That's it. That, got, your phone's gone. Done. So He's just running away from you. So, yeah, but uh, I'm not anxious because of that. I'm just anxious because it's, it's been 10 years, bro. I'm going to see everybody like, I'm, a fuck, I'm not a kid now. Like, you know, like how I was That's before true. I was a child. That's true. Like, now I'm, I'm 21 and everything, so it's. It's different. It's different. People are going to be like, you probably got the worry because you're seeing family too. Oh, they're like, going to be asking. What, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? What? Are you going to school? Like, and that's when girls, you say, shit like that. I'm like, I don't give a shit about the girls and shit. I'm talking, mm-hmm. But like the school and shit, just, uh, like the minute I say, oh no, I'm working. Yeah. Bruh. Where are you working? Because I feel like this is the perfect segue I'm into. Tr- well, know, we're in trades. You got, you got a little bit of rubbing going on. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hold on, I think people. It's the, it's the beard on the jacket. I know you like the rubbing, but you're getting the Bruno ASMR treatment. Oh Jesus, this jacket! Wait, I'm, yo, I'm too huge. I can't take the jacket off. You know, I'm like Arnold. Psych. Oh. Sorry. But uh, 
What was I saying? Oh yeah. So what do you do for work? What do you do for work? What do I do for a living? By the way, by the way, what is that shirt? He's got his Lil Yachty shirt on. I took the walk, the Poland. Hey. But yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm framing. You know, it's trades. Um, trades. Just say construction for those who don't know what framing really is. Housing construction. Well, yeah. you can explain what framing is. Explain it. Because uh, we, we're gonna be, <clears throat> we pretty we're much getting deep in this one, boy. Mm-hmm. We pretty much uh, building the house. We build homes. You know, it's not like uh, like these commerce buildings that you see. Those are built with like fucking metal shits like everywhere. You know, like. But anyway, so yeah, they're made with uh, those metal beams like everywhere, and so it's it's way different. We deal with wood the whole way through. Uh, some... So you guys are using like nail guns. Oh yeah, nail guns, obviously a hammer, fucking, um, what else, like saws and all of that stuff. Uh, we do deal with beams also, like for some houses, like it depends. Like steel beams? Yeah, like big ones. So we need like the forklifts and everything to like actually lay it down for in the house. Like it's the apparently the worst thing to deal with. I haven't had to deal with that yet just because, well, I don't have enough experience, but that's okay um but yeah we pretty much just build homes from the basement up so any house you see in a regular neighborhood that's what but I do. Wh- what portion of the housing do you do everything like you do the, everything the framing like think of like think of like the body okay a human yeah, yeah, body yeah, yeah. the so skeleton you, yeah that's pretty much the house you do like the wood the frame. wood framing yes. yeah and then after uh, after that uh it would be the brick layers they come okay. around and put you know, whatever they're going to do. Which uh, we kind of <clears throat> mentioned, well, I mentioned to you that that's kind of more, I, at least from what I've noticed in Ontario thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Brick is huge out here. Yeah, it is. Back out west, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, uh, what is the, what's the term for it? they use on the side of housing just siding like the plastic kind plastic of thing siding yeah plastic. i don't I, I don't know exactly what you know it is. what i'm talking about no i do know exactly what you're talking about but yeah no it's uh usually just uh it comes brick after and then uh then for the inside it would be like you know people who do like finishing or there's another um thing for that but um they do that and then the, the drywall but we're just framers i'm just a framer and we just do the framing of the house, so the wood frame. So brick is on the outside, drywall's on the inside, essentially, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you're right in the middle. Yes, sir. You're the one getting spit roasted. Yeah, yeah? pretty much. Yeah. Nice, nice. <clears throat> I see why he likes it now. Oh yeah. But uh, I was thinking that's a good segue into what we wanted to talk about here today was trades. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much yeah. what just we what we do. So yeah, trades, trades, and young people specifically. So, I just thought it was interesting because both of us, Bruno and I, were both 21. We're both working in trades. I would say fairly physically intense trades, too. Mm-hmm. Physically and mentally. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of inspired because, you know, us being the boys... We're just sitting down, chilling, and playing some video games, and Bruno's talking to me about the trials and tribulations yes, sir. of life, and I'm like, we should do an episode on this. We should do an episode on this. Young people yes, in trades. I've been in- Which uh, is almost non-existent. It's starting to feel like, I don't know, at least- but I can somebody... tell you from what I've seen so far at the job sites I've worked at, Yeah, 
only thing I see in trades for young people are laborers, bro. Laborers. And in my opinion, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but like, you just kind of stay there. Like, they don't seem like they want to do much more than that. And it's I just kind of cleaning around. I'm not trying my, to be rude, though. No, 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 no. But that, wasn't, that yeah. was my next question is, uh, <clears throat> you should, does it... You should want to step up and do yeah, something better. They're doing laboring jobs, but does it seem like they want to... I don't know. Like, move, move on? up anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, is there an end goal? Because, for example, you're... You probably started off as like not laborer but like you were apprenticing with them to an extent like you were doing like the basic jobs but your goal in the end was to keep moving up it was like the mm -hmm. same thing with me by the way oh it's probably worth mentioning that i do uh i'm doing a heavy equipment mechanic yes sir uh apprenticeship and yeah it was the same thing with me you kind of just work your way up from the bottom i started off sweeping up cleaning up after the other technicians and stuff mm -hmm. and uh but the end goal is now to, like, get good at fixing stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, there's an actual end goal. I feel like I get what you're saying. A lot of these people feel like they're kind of just there because they have to be. Yeah, Which like, I get yeah, it. No, that's exactly what it seems like. It's, they just kind of want to make the the easy money. I'm not trying to be rude, though. I'm like, uh, whoever's listening and, like, you know, like, you're just like, oh, no, he's no, talking no. shit. No, I'm not talking shit. It's not it's talking just, like, shit. It's... I'm, uh, uh, what I do is, like, already pretty hard and like it on, honestly it just gets harder the more you know it yeah. gets the it, the tougher it gets and that's the thing too is i don't think don't look at it as uh you're talking shit look at it as yeah like i'm not putting just, anybody down here. no you're trying to pick somebody else up in an extent of like you should be trying to progress and mm -hmm. get better with something i get it at the end of the day though because the some people are just there because they have to be there yeah the laborers need the check yeah exactly the laborers are like at, at my site there's like to be honest, and from what my my dad has told me, uh, there's not really much of a step up from there. From a laborer? Yeah, from like in those sites, like you just well, at most you're gonna become the guy that drives the machine, but like you're still cleaning at the end of the day. But I disagree, because I feel trades are such an interpersonal thing mm -hmm. where it's all about connections. You're on the site with those same people. If you network yourself the right way and communicate with people, you can step up. You can actually get involved with the trade itself. The thing is, is a lot of these people, like we were saying, though, don't even want that or have the drive to do it. Yeah. No, at, at, I can only speak for what I've seen on my site. But from my site, there's the only step up is getting into the actual trade, which yeah. is either framing, uh, your, your the bricklaying, the drywall, the finishing, whatever. Like, like this from uh, the laborer there, they're just pretty much cleaning for the most part. Fundamentally, in terms of stepping up, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Like as a laborer, there's like not there, like a that's the only step there's up. not a direct ladder rung up from mm -hmm. laborer. Necessarily. I know in other like trades you, you start as a laborer yeah. and then you move on. But I get, here, yeah, it's, it's very different. No, because I do. I get what you're saying there. Like, when I was saying disagree, it's more so in the sense of, like, I still think it provides the opportunity to move up, though. Maybe. It, I just don't know enough, it, right? If you want it. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like you're not in a position that you can't go talk to the people on those sites to try to get your... To try to move up and try to get yourself into those trades and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, sometimes that's what it takes. 
Bro, they have a lot of shit to say, bro. I'll, t- I'll Who tell is you that? that. Who the, is that? All these the laborers, bro. What? Like, like what? I'll be I'll be like working with uh, like my uh my coworker. Like uh, I'm usually beside this one guy all the time. But um, you know the, the like we were on the not on the roof. What am I saying? We were on the third uh floor, so like the loft or whatever. Yeah. Completely different. Not a third floor. Um, we're doing the balcony and everything, and. Uh, we have to throw whatever garbage from the third floor and we have to magically aim it into the dumpster with all those windy conditions. and you're using plywood how are you gonna you know that shit's gonna fly bro come on man like realistically speaking i'm not even trying to be a dick it's gonna fly i'll, I'll when i think of plywood and wind i think bro, of somebody picking it up and them just flying me, away bro, off me, into the sunset me, uh, I have, if, I if bruno doesn't show up for a 2b's episode he either got taken away by the wind and a piece of plywood or he got enlisted in the brazilian <clears throat> army when he yes, goes sir. down this holiday <laughs> but, it's one or the other but yo so we'll, we'll be there and he'll, and the 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 dumpster is like all the way uh to the left side of the house uh, it's almost impossible to aim it from the balcony and they, like they don't keep it in the middle it's like how do you want me you know yeah so what we do instead of just scattering all the garbage we make it a pile if if it's gonna end up going on the floor okay fine it's gonna be on this specific location these mans go like yo y'all should be throwing this shit in the garbage bro there's so much shit around it. i'm just like how do you expect us to throw it from the third floor he's like yeah but like look at all this shit i'm just like he wants you to be LeBron. Nah, he's like he he he, he literally told to me because the the guy beside me, he's like, what is he saying? Because I I'm the only one that like really speaks most English okay. there. Yeah, you've explained in my crew. You gotta tell like you gotta explain. Yeah, that, everybody's bro. Brazilian, right? So like my boss speaks English completely fine. Uh, however, everybody else except except for one guy actually, there's one one of them. Uh, he's like around my age. Yeah, just a bit older, but um, he speaks English like really well. Uh, so that's chill. But I'm usually with the other guy, Ryan, my friend, uh, the dude there. Um, Big and, Ryan. <laughs> and um, he doesn't speak English. So, okay. But yeah, he teaches me framing. I teach him English. You know, that's and how it goes. You translate for them. Yeah. So like, he's you'll just have to like, be the middle. You are literally like. The, yeah, the middleman. Those people in the courtroom when you got like foreigners in the courtroom. Bro, and if they talk to... shit, bro, I'll talk shit. I'll talk shit back, but not 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 like my coworkers, like anybody else. Like I'll talk shit in English because they'll be talking Bruno's shit. Bruno's gotta look back like, and be like, like you, you can't talk shit to people that can't defend. Like you know. He like, said you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like so. Um, anyways, the guy, the guy's like, oh, you should come, uh, help us clean this. I'm like, huh? He, yeah. My, my, my friend Ryan's like, oh, tell him, uh, so who's going to do the house? I'm just, so I told, I told him like, I'm like, all right, we can help you clean, but the house has to get done. Like it has to get finished. We got to do our job, but whatever. Ryan's hilarious, bro. He, he, he literally told me to so much, to say so much shit, bro. He's dude's the funniest guy. He's in Brazil right now. And is he gonna be there at the same time as you? Are no, you gonna see there, him? He's there right now. He actually wanted me to go uh, a week later, a month, a month before. Sorry. Yeah. Um, because I'm going now. He wanted me to go last month so that like we could fuck around. Was this the guy that you went to Kingston with? No, no, that's that's my other uh, friend, uh, Hamo. Um, but he, yeah, they're both pretty cool. Uh, Ryan told me he's like he's like my love. He's like, my love, you you haven't messaged me in so long. What's oh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're in a podcast. You, 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 uh, like last last I remember, 
uh, we were talking every day, and now you're doing a podcast, and you're not even talking to me. I'm just like, yeah, sorry, bitch. I'm famous now. <laughs> first, first we do the episode, <clears throat> then we get Belgium fans. Yeah, I right, saw- right. Then we get, then we end up on what? What was it? Hundred and thirtieth on Canada's comedy yes, interviews charts or something <laughs> like that on Apple Pod. Such a specific thing, but still dope. I know, still dope. You know what I mean? But now it's all gone to his head already. Just wait, just wait. But wait, 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 wait. Just wait for it, guys. So I told him, I'm like, I'm like, sorry, bitch, we're famous now. And then he sends me a picture of him on a motorcycle. Okay. And he's just, uh, in Brazil, we call it a, a moto boy. So it's like, it's a guy that delivers with a motorcycle. Okay. It's a delivery yeah, guy yeah, with yeah. motorcycle. So he's pretty much saying, like, he sends a picture of him in a in a motorcycle. He's like... I'm in Brazil working as a delivery guy for dick for my girls. A dick, de- like dick delivery guy for girls. I was dying, bro. I was, I, I wasn't even expect. I so, just, oh my God. It's just completely unrelated to the fact that yeah. you're famous now. He's yeah. just trying to tell you, he's like, hey, you might be famous, but this is where I'm at in my life right now. I know, this guy's, oh my God, fucking kills me. Bruno really <clears throat> is going to turn into the real life manifestation of how about now by drake he's gonna go you didn't really fuck with me way back then but how about now say it how about now because i'm up right now oh and you're stuck right now but anyways and then <laughs> and then yeah that's him that's gonna be him give him five more episodes and that's him yes sir it's going to his head already i could tell you this dude's showing up and he's uh He's just telling me, he's like, yes, sir. I feel it in my bones. I wake up every day with more, more energy. Cause I know mm-hmm. that people in Belgium are listening. So dude, the thing is though, is there's not a lot of young people that are in these trades and it's, mm-hmm. it's I think there's a couple reasons to it. I think one of the things that Sean from work pointed out to me was Back when he was in high school, Sean's in his mid-40s. So back when he was in high school, high schools were pushing trades. Were they? Apparently. Apparently they were pushing for trades. They would have people come in and they would, um, you know how universities kind of come into high schools now and try to like, what's the word, prospect people, look yeah. for people and try to encourage them to, oh, come to these, this university for this course, yeah. this major. Apparently, that's what uh, the colleges used to do for, like, trades. Mm. I don't feel like they do that much in school anymore. It's very much so, so. go to post-secondary to do this major, mm-hmm. this major, this ma- I don't even know much about post-secondary. I won't even lie because I never looked into it much outside of... um. No, I, I, uh, that's kind of what it is. I, I did, uh, I just did a general course in, in college, but it pretty much helps you, like, you know, branch out to what you actually want to do because you do yeah. a shitload of different courses. But I don't feel like they push it anymore in no, schools. And then they don't. I think another interesting thing that came up was so your dad has been a tradesman for like his entire life, as the far as I know. Plus years, I think. Yeah. Didn't you say that he kind of pushed on you to not go into trades a little bit in the beginning? No, not a little bit in the beginning, my whole life. Okay, so <laughs> give, give, give a little bit of background on that because I think that's also <clears throat> interesting as well. Well, he, I, I remember when I was a kid, 
like you know any kid would say this he'd be like oh dad when i grow up i want to be just like you like yeah. you know work with and bro straight up first thing he told me he's like no you don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro my dreams were just fucking crushed right? right there was he right fuck yeah he was oh, right okay. um but anyways uh he told me not to and everything but it came to the point later on um like i mentioned even on the last podcast i don't really know what i want to do yeah for the future like especially to go into a school and like do some random shit i don't i don't want to get into like say i like business you know i don't want to get into a business course and be like what the hell is this like i don't this is not what i want to be doing boom that's money wasted right there like Which i don't is a I fair don't, way to look at it but i think that you can um you could do some research on some of these courses yeah probably but and I don't figure know. out what you'd get <clears throat> from them like I also don't want to be this like I do business and then I just become this guy that wears a uh a suit with a tie that just works in a cubicle or a guy that you know like I it you, just sounds boring. I don't want to yeah. be in front of a screen all day, you know? That makes sense though. I feel like that would be boring. I look at uh the staff up front at my job mm-hmm. and I just think I'm like I don't know how you could do that sit at the desk all yeah, day bro like because i i honestly like i would fall asleep like i would actually fall asleep so i don't i think so too i think that's a really big part for me is i like being up and around and moving mm-hmm. but so yeah i don't think there's a lot of young people so why you said that your dad told you to not get into it so why is that though because it's just tough it's just really tough on you tough it's tough work like it's tough like on on your um like you know your mental like your 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 head and shit like you know it's just people don't give a shit you know and if if you know how to do something you've done it before then people expect you to do it and if you fuck up and you're gonna get like you know you're gonna get scolded it's just the regular shit that happens all the time yeah you know you get scolded fuck you and then the next day it's like hey hey what's up and i think i think there's the mental aspect and i but i feel a lot of uh older people push it because of the physical aspects of mm-hmm. it because a lot of older guys that i talk to in my trade are always pushing safety stuff yeah and or always have like a lot of the guys that i used to work with back in alberta i remember there was even a guy from uh from finning that's the cat dealership out in alberta mm-hmm he was telling me he's like the ppe stuff he's like it's not a joke he's like even if you gotta wear it and i laughed at this i was like knee pads knee pads and i was mm-hmm. like dog i was like i don't want to raise that bad mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah no, no but like you didn't get my joke there what i said i don't want to raise that oh bad. the knee pad no 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 but um yeah my dad also didn't want me to get into trades because you know he, want, he wants me to either be a doctor, lawyer. Oh, I thought you were going to say he didn't want you to get into trades because yeah. he didn't want you sucking the boss off to uh, no, no, make no. an extra five bucks, dude. Mm. But no, yeah, that that's the main reason. He wanted me to be, you know, just something that makes a lot of money. Yeah. Not but something I feel, I like, but then again. Well, but those things take a lot of time and dedication. Like you look yeah, at man. like now that we are adults, mm-hmm. you can look at a job like a doctor. That's a whole ass. I don't want to be a doctor. You know, it's a like, whole ass dedication. Live in the hospital. It's a whole different thing, dude. Mm-hmm. That's 
there's so much time and dedication that goes into being a doctor, I feel, just in terms of the studying. Because what is it, like eight years of school sometimes yeah, like eight that? very stressful years of school. And then after that, you got like student loans. And then even after that, you're still working and see. Or I, I trying to find a job. I'm not a doctor, right? So I don't know. But like I can imagine that those are probably super stressful environments in the right circumstances, yeah. like a hospital especially. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine working in an ER? Hell no. Dude, mm. imagine the shit that comes through those ERs. You hear about people walking in with Buzz Lightyear stuck up their ass. And uh, Yikes. think about all the kids that just like fell off their bicycle and like had some what about the broken shit. arms and broken legs. Yeah. Like think about what was it? Anderson Silva that his leg... Oh, yeah. Snap the other direction. Imagine Not even that, to, bro. Imagine my, having to deal with that. My, uh, like a family friend of ours, I call, I call him my uncle, It's uh, but um, just because I've known him forever. Yeah. But he fell from the uh, first floor or it was the second floor. I think it was the first floor. From the first floor to the basement. And he, and like he fell on his back and everything, broke his wrist, broke his leg. Holy shit. Yeah. So, you know, those guys got to take care of that too. How is so, he now? Oh, he's fine, but you know, dude's he got a fucking, dude's got a metal thing on his leg. Uh, like I think his, I don't know about his wrist, but Is yeah, he, he's like kind of like Arnold then. Yeah, you know the crazy thing kinda about like that. Kind of like the Terminator. Yeah, when it gets cold. Yeah. Since it's a metal plate, the the leg gets cold in the inside. Ooh. So he feels that. Does that hurt? Probably either it, either it hurts or it just you just feel very cold. I feel like that would hurt. Maybe I don't Cold know. Cold on I don't the inside know. doesn't sound fun. I don't want to know. <laughs> that sounds painful. But um, no, these trades, dude. Though they can be super strenuous on your body, but I think there's a there's a lot of beauty that comes in these trades too, though. Mm -hmm. But it's uh found through a lot of hardships usually. What do you mean? I think because, like you were saying, you're having people say shit to you you're stressed out a lot of the time because you got to be doing stuff at a pretty quick rate a lot of times mm -hmm. or at least it feels like that and you got to be doing things well you got other people always standing around watching you like you're worried about how you're doing at all the time like at all times but in a way, though, you can pick up so many different skills mm -hmm. through doing these things. Because um, I look back at when I first started doing these trades. It was, I didn't even know how to use a wrench, dude. And <laughs> I'm a fucking mechanic now. I didn't even know how to use a wrench. I remember I had to take a step off of a, off of a loader. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there taking the bolt off. And then I'm looking at the next one. I'm like, what? the fuck is this i was like how do you how do you even get this off and so i go talk to my boss so how i ended up getting into this job originally mm -hmm. was uh my dad ended up getting me in because his friend was the manager at a shop up in calgary yeah and so i ended up getting a summer job there through just doing laboring, just cleaning stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then eventually it just naturally progressed into they wanted me to start fixing stuff. So then I started doing that. But then I asked them, I'm like, how do I, uh, 
How do I get the step off? I, mm. can't, I can't seem to get to this other bolt. What do you mean? Because, like, I couldn't figure out how to get the wrench onto the other end of the bolt. Oh, okay. And then okay. he grabs the wrench from me, <clears throat> turns it around, and hands me the open end. He's like, there. Like, what do you mean? And I look at it. I was like, oh. Nice. Beginner things. The more you know. And that was the start of my journey. Um, Bro, in the beginning, I'm still in the beginning, but there's shit that's like, they'll they'll show you, and it's like, you look like, the most stupidest person yeah because it's so like obviously to them, it's yeah to them it's common sense it's just like bro but like yeah, to because us they've it's been like, doing it for never, fucking 10 years yeah for us it's like we don't know uh we don't know so it's like the most common sense thing to us it's like i can't even think of that yet like i don't know like you know yeah it's just not happening it bro. becomes second nature <laughs> to you after you've been doing it for so long so oh yeah that's what you, like when you said where it's just common sense to them you do look like a dumbass when it's like you can't figure out how to like take a step off of something or know how to use a wrench properly that's or that's why i don't work with my dad why is that because, why is he, that he doesn't want he, he doesn't want me to work with him because like well one it's because i'm a beginner and like he's he's tough bro at work tough like, love no tough no, love. no no at work yeah. he's a completely different person Okay. There he's tough. At home, he it's like he leaves that person oh, your, there. Your dad home, is a he's vibe. Like, <clears throat> he's so yeah, sweet. He's a completely different guy at home. But at work, uh uh-uh. uh. It's like he's, uh, the he's, man. Push, he's pushing. He's me. the fucking man. So he shows up. Um, he's the Sigma. Yeah, so he on he, site. Cause, but like he's there's been stories like uh um where um a father and a son will be working with uh t- together and like the father just gets like fucking pissed and just like destroys the kids like Destro- like what like throws him off no of the like, fucking house? like like mentally destroys him be like yo what the fuck are you doing bro mm. like what's wrong with you like how is how can you not do this like why can't you do this and all those of the, years of all those apprentices yeah, that he couldn't take all this rage speak, out and i speak from the brazilian point of view because the brazilian dads bro yeah, it's yeah like yeah. they don't want their kids to go to construction so when they do a lot of them, not my, not my dad. My dad's not like this. But a lot of them, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you want to fucking do this shit? Then fucking have at it. Break a leg." Yeah. They don't mean like good luck. They mean actually break, break a, a fucking leg. leg. So, yeah, some of them can be tough. My dad's not like that, thank God. But um, uh, he's still very, very tough. And when he was younger, uh, he was even worse. Like people were scared of this guy, bro. <laughs> Why were they scared of him? Cause it's like you're, he's gonna push you, but like he he's gonna you know. He's gonna just go off at you, bro. He's gonna scold you while trying to push you. That's his. He's gonna his, scold you while trying a, it's to a, push you. The way of motivation. My my way of motivation that like, works best for me is being called a dumbass. Oh, numb nuts is uh my current journeyman's mm-hmm. favorite thing to call me. Good old Tim. Bro, my fucking boss called me a fish. <laughs> Why? In in Portuguese, it's funnier. Say um, it. No, this is, well, nobody's going to understand call me a fish. Shit. Call me a fish in Portuguese. No, the, he didn't call me a fish. He called me a kind of fish, but it won't make sense to people. They, no, they no, don't. no, 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 but call me it right now. Right well, now. He called me a, a, a bagri. A bagri. But that's not how you say fish in Portuguese. You say, what does it you mean? say peixe. What, peixe. But he called, he called me like a, a fish's head, you know? Or it's just, just the head of the fish. Yeah, he just called... It, it's, it does, it's not funny in English, but it's like... I was doing something I, I couldn't understand how to cut it and how to lay it out and he was getting so fucking like cheesed like so mad because yeah and then he's just like you freaking fish 
like and the, like my my friend ryan he, he he's like um he called me a kind of fish my boss right so I, like yeah. I, I didn't know what it was he's like bruno do you know what that you know what that means i was just like no <laughs> it doesn't so like, it doesn't hurt if you don't understand yeah, it didn't really like i didn't i didn't really care but he, he he showed me the fish and i was just like oh my god like i I still didn't take it as offense it was just more so like hilarious yeah How do you call somebody a fish i don't know but like that's <laughs> the thing different cultures they just got these yeah. different insults oh yeah it, it's yeah it, it was hilarious though because i couldn't even after when he was like teaching me like he was like kind of scolding me while teaching me my friend Ryan was like laughing, and I couldn't take my boss seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, I was like, okay, and like ooh, trying ooh. my best not to laugh. <laughs> I know, I know those moments. <laughs> I remember there was one time I was switching an alternator out on a skid steer. Mm-hmm. My my foreman of the shop is standing over my shoulder, and he's like, "Come on, Brady, don't fuck it up." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh." I arced it out. I hit the positive wire straight to the this brand new alternator and sparks. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "My bad, my bad." Oh, it was fine. God. It was fine, but it, uh, it scared me a little bit. Nice. Uh, one of the things though that I think is really good that comes from uh from trades though. I don't know if you're finding this yet because mm. I know that you um you're just still started. you're still so early. Yeah, a few months, like four or like, five months now. I feel like if you end up working with the right crew, you kind of get like a family slash like brother mentality with these people. Yeah, it kind of feels that way right now. It's kind of because like I feel like you're with them so much. Yeah. Realistically, you're with them more than you're with your friends or other family members because you're with them for probably 50 to 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you learn to get along with them, make fun of each other. All this shit. I remember. You just kind of take it. I was driving down Lakeshore one time, dude, and there was two construction workers sitting outside of the, like, a couple houses that were getting built up. Yeah. They're just talking, and right as I drove past them, I shit you not, they just started breaking out and dance together. I was hell? like, what is going on here? <laughs> I loved it, though. That was, was a good vibes. Like, I think there's so many cool things that happen. You want to you know? know something cool? Yeah. The the guys at my work they'll be on the third floor and they'll take a piss from the third floor. All the way down. All the way down. All I'm the kidding. way down. Are <laughs> it's you not kidding? Cool. It's just fucking hilarious, man. He's I, not yeah, kidding. He's I'll, not no, kidding. I'm not kidding, bro. I'll be like cutting something. I'll turn around. Dude is literally just taking a piss like out the thing, wide in the open, bro. What? Anybody can see. There's cars passing by. Anybody can. See. What if no you're at the bottom given. and they don't see you? Oh, then GG, bro. You're gonna. You had a hard hat, right? Yeah. You got a free umbrella. Mm. Oh yeah, this shit's going everywhere on me. But anyways, um, bro, I, I, I literally, I worked with my dad a few days ago. How was that? Um, how was that? I mean, I didn't get because to like. You said he's a different man on the job site. Yeah, I, I'm not working with him like one on one because he's on a roof at a different house. I'm on a different house, but we're working like side by side. He's Same working, site. Yeah, he's working with the uh, our crew right now just because we're leaving in a few days. Yeah. So, um. After work, he, like, tells me, I'm like, so how's your day? He's just like, oh. I was just like, what, you tired? He's like, yep. And he just, like, keeps sighing. I'm like, what's up? He's like, he's like, I got in, I got into the house there, and I already noticed so many things wrong. I already started the day stressed out. Everything was wrong. In that. Not everything was wrong, but, like, it's not the, done the way he does it. It gets like so that when it, you get to a professional, yeah, professional he, level, he, though. Yeah, he does it very well. Like, I'm not just boosting him because he's my dad. Like, no. Yeah. 
everybody he says likes it. it done the like right he does way it a so real, he's he does walking it really, in yeah like I, I noticed the difference between my crew's house and his house like shit looks clean bro but he's like i got there everything looks all fucked up um the lady that's there she's cutting everything wrong and like he's not being like sexist or anything it's just like if it was a guy which i'll get to that it was just a lady like yeah he, he was like she's cutting it wrong like she's cutting doing uh, doing things backwards and then and then he's like and then i see you i'm like what <laughs> you're like I'm like, like, what did I do? He's like, you're doing this wrong. Oh. You're doing. Th-. I'm like, I'm like, boy, what the hell? Like, what am I? Supposed- <laughs> you're like, you're like, dude. I thought I was trying to make you proud. Bro, I was trying I to work. I came out of the nutsack <laughs> instantly, thinking like, I want to do this man's legacy right. Yeah. And you're just shitting on me right now. What were you doing wrong? What were you doing wrong? <clears throat> no, it's just it's not necessarily doing it wrong. I don't uh, honestly, I don't have enough experience. I, I honestly, I'm trying my best. How and long I was have doing you been the job fast? How long have you been in the trade for? Like three months, four three months at most. Four months. But the thing is, like, bro, once you learn something and you think, oh, I'm good at this, like I said, there's a lot more for you to learn. And then you'll be like, bro, but I just learned this. Yeah. But you never okay. stop. And I feel matter. like that's another thing that I have taken from working in a trade and started to, I guess, apply to my mentality towards life mm-hmm. is you are always learning something new. Yeah. Or you can always be learning something new by choice. I mm-hmm. feel like that's why life for a lot of people after high school can get really boring is yeah. because... They just stop learning. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the dope thing about trades because, like you said, every single day you're learning something new. As a heavy equipment technician, I've had to learn how to use a, a, a bunch of hand tools, ratchets, uh, wrenches, battery tools, um, mm-hmm. hammers, pry bars. Like, And I know it sounds stupid to say to learn how to use them, but like, you probably get what I mean too. There's more ways to use all this shit rather than, yeah, just, than just what you see. The conventional I'm going to grab a wrench and turn a bolt with it. Yeah. One of my favorite tricks that I've ever seen used with wrenches is you take one wrench. This is if you got a really stubborn ass nut. Mm-hmm. You know, the one the, when you're, you're trying to go, go, go and it won't come. You yeah. know, one of those stubborn nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Like, like when you're like jerking it. No. <laughs> wink, wink. But um, no, no, no. So you grab one wrench, you put it on, and then you grab the closed end of the wrench. Mm-hmm. Of a fuck. I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this because we don't have video still. That's cool. That is coming soon, guys. We promise. Sometime in the new year. But no, so you put the closed end of the wrench on the nut, mm-hmm. and then you got the open end sticking out on the other end. You grab another wrench, you put the closed end of the other wrench on the open end of the other one and hook it. What so you have the, the two wrenches attached together, mm-hmm. and you got a really long wrench, so you got more leverage. The fuck? It's a fucking banger. And then that stubborn nut mm-hmm. becomes a not so stubborn nut. Yeah. It's like the hammer, but people think it's uh, the hammer is just for hitting. A lot of people think it's just for hitting, but there's also. The back end. The prior. Which is another obvious thing where people, like, you know, where you could take nails out. Like, because people know use, that too, obviously. But You use that, like, the 
<clears throat> a conventional hammer, the one that most people are like, oh, that's a hammer. Yeah, like but the one with the fucking hooky thing on the end. The other thing that you could do with the hammer is, at least in framing, um, like when a wall is supposed to be, like we lift up these big ass walls. Okay? Yeah. Like the walls that you see in your houses, people, these four walls or whatever, these walls are, these are just, those are just the inside walls. Those are actually easy to put up. Those are smaller. But the ones outside, like the, the ones that you see outside in your house, those are really big and heavy walls. Like you need like almost 10 people to put them up. He's got me looking around the room right now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And so, um, I hope he's got you doing the same. What was I going to say? Fuck. Um, <laughs> you got to put, you're talking about different ways to use the hammer. Right. So like sometimes the, 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 the wall won't like come like, to the spot it's supposed to be at and um you literally got to put the the hammer in this little like space and like you you kind of twist the hammer yeah and bro the wall will come towards you like you're pushing the wall you're doing almost no like strength or like putting yeah. no power to it it moves the wall i'm like Strictly what the leverage. hell that's another thing too that i just that i've been loving so much about learning mechanical work is just I just love learning how things work in different ways that things can work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, using a hammer in different ways. Um, finding different ways to use different tools. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. And you want to know what's crazy to me? Mm. On the topic of heavy equipment stuff, hydraulic power, dude. Because that's what so much of that equipment relies on. I know. And it's all just, it's all just liquid under pressure. Mm. Literally, is literally just oil in an enclosed space under pressure, getting pushed around and shit. That that's the basics of it. I still got a couple more years of schooling to do. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be back with a more educational and informational version of this episode in the future. <laughs> but um, no, dude, it's just it's crazy. Mm -hmm. The fact that people over time have learned how to just take all of these. different materials that we found on the planet and just find different ways to apply them to make mm -hmm. houses to make machinery to make cars mm -hmm. and Buildings. dude that's the thing too is these are all essential things mm -hmm. houses cars machinery and that's one thing that got me into the heavy equipment shit is because construction equipment is never going to go away i think mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes in the next couple of years just with how the environmental stuff's getting so big in emissions. Like a lot of the newer equipment has a lot of emission-based systems to cut down on emissions, mm -hmm. carbon monoxide and um, nitrous oxide and stuff like that. But... It'll be interesting to see where it goes, but there's never not going to be construction. There's never not going to be construction equipment because you need yeah. the equipment to do the construction. We are always always need putting a house, up new always buildings. Need machines, always need buildings. Exactly. Always need to, I mean, the city always gets bigger, right? There's certain the jobs that you guys bigger. do that you need equipment for. Yep. So that exactly there. Like we'll need a huge for forklift me. to like put a metal beam and you need somebody to keep the forklift up and running but yep. then the same thing too is you need somebody to to run that forklift mm -hmm. which is another trade is equipment operators yeah um you need the framers to be making the houses these are all essential things and i feel like that's where 
it does get interesting to me with the fact that there's not a lot of young people going into it is because it makes me wonder where are we going to be in 20 years when all these like mid 40s and late 30 year old people are starting to get up there well i honestly think it's a lot of because of social media though people don't want to work like like hard and like tough and i mean like i'm not saying it's the best thing i'm not because it's, it's not, not the best thing in the world at all okay we're having to like do you know like very like hard labor and like you know like it is hard but, but like, there's beauty in that because the fact yeah. that you can wake up on a day and go do a hard job and you're actually getting something accomplished and that's something that you could take pride in like that's one thing that i like doing is when i'm servicing equipment at the end of it, I got to put like a little inspection sticker on it that's got yeah. my name and everything on it. At the end of the day, I want anybody that ends up seeing that sticker when it goes out for a rental and they see Brady Rowe written on there, I want them to know. Like, I know this is such a small, maybe corny little thing, but it's like, I want them to know, like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. He's servicing the shit properly. I know that we're going to get a machine that's working to the best of the ability that it can. Mm-hmm it's take pride in it you know what i mean like these are not easy things to do but they're essential things to do so you should be proud that you're able to put yourself through some difficult things and And that's what what like that's where younger people i feel should go into it or at least if younger people that don't have a sense of where they want to be going especially people that are just fresh out of high school you're still young Mm mm-hmm you can get into these things and you can make a good chunk of money for like doing yes. work for a couple of years. You don't need to make this a lifelong commitment, but you can also dedicate yourself to something that you can, like I said, take pride in. It pays well. I think it instills a lot of really good habits for you. It makes you wake up early. It adds a lot. You need to add a lot of structure to your life too. If you work in a trade, I find That's this is, this say, is my yeah. thought process because it's like you, especially me, like being a single early like young adult male who's working in a trade and stuff like that doing 50 plus hours a week Mm -hmm. you got to schedule your time well because you got to make sure that you got time set aside for like mental health stuff to just like chill out time for yourself get home clean the house um do your laundry get groceries all that other kind of stuff like it it instills good habits in you from a young age Mm -hmm. and but you got to be safe about it too you know what I mean? No, nah, yeah. It kind of teaches you, uh, honestly, the biggest thing for me, it teaches you how to grow up. Yeah. Like. like um, quick. Yeah, quick. Like, I, Super I quick. haven't been there much, like, that long, but, like, I do feel, like, you know, uh, matured a little bit more. Like, me, a few months ago, comparing to now, I was like, bro, there's a lot of things that I'm just like, okay, that's not that big of a deal at all. Like, Yeah. I feel like it grounds you a lot. At least it did for me. Because I feel like it, like, yeah, it kind of forces you into, like, looking at things different ways. Like, when mm-hmm. you have that boss get pissed off at you or that coworker, you gotta be able to take it, call man. you stupid. You gotta know that it's not being on a personal level. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's more, a lot it's of times just, it could be out of their frustration. Yeah. A lot of times it's because it's they're just, just anger, fucking bro. with you. Yeah. Anger. There's People are also, they're tired, they're hungry sometimes. So a lot of shit could happen. It's like people deal with a lot of shit at home too. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of people will be coming in, <clears throat> maybe pissed off from the night before because they were, you know, dealing yeah. with anything. I don't know. It could be a lot of weird things. Yeah, maybe, bro. uh, maybe a skunk snuck in through the window. Mm, a skunk. You know what I hate about the biggest thing I hate about, uh, framing? What? 
not the biggest thing honestly because it's not that big of a deal but it's just one thing you can't run away from the fucking wood the dust. framing no the wood oh. dust i mean that would make sense too because all the the wooden shit that yeah. you gotta cut labor what do you other... what do you not like about it though bro this shit gets in your eyes gets uh. in your mouth you constantly like <laughs> and then bro the other day i was cutting like plywood it and shit like he's got pubes in his mouth and yeah he's giving a blow job oh, oh. Or something. like my bad my bad but i was, I was like talking the, the laborer was like he saw me cutting and shit he's just like hey uh less dust less dust please i'm just like oh I, honestly i wish i could man because oh my god it, it just gets everywhere and sometimes like you'll you'll lay the piece of plywood down so you could just like pick it up yeah and then it's windy and all the dust goes straight onto your face and it's nice you know what i hate as a heavy equipment mechanic Mm. and it's like i make fun of people for this shit all the time but it's like deep down i hate it what oil and grease oh, and that's like two yeah. of the main fucking things that i gotta work with in this trade dirty, bro. i'm it's... always wearing gloves i'm always wearing like the nitrile gloves because it's not that i have an issue with getting my hands oily or greasy it's just yeah. you know how hard that shit is to get off you're sitting there in yeah. the bathroom with that orange pumice soap scrubbing the fuck out of them mm-hmm. it's not coming off you wash them again, you wash them again, you wash them again. You get home, you put a bunch of soap all over your loofah and you keep washing your fucking hands. It's not coming out. You wash your hands after you take a shit. It's not coming out. Mm-hmm. Your hands are black forever, dude. I know. From the oil and it's just it's like, scary, oh, bro. the funniest thing though. I remember that we had this, I think it was a bearing of some sorts. This was back when I was working in Alberta. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I had worked with one of these bearing things. And it was like, and it wasn't just a normal wheel bearing. I, I can't tell you what it was. It, you know what a bearing is though? A bearing? Yes. Like, uh, no, I, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give a quick little rundown. So a bearing is. is like, if you have an axle on a vehicle, this is like probably one of the more common types like of wheel bearings. Like wheel bearing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. a wheel bearing. It's, it's a little, it's a piece of metal with rollers. It's two mm, pieces of metal with yeah. rollers in between them yep. either ball shaped or they can be like tube shaped kind of thing and it's just a wearable surface that the the wheel can spin around yeah. kind of thing to prevent it so it's not just metal on metal it's it's a replaceable component no, that's no, put no, in between yeah. two moving parts i guess is probably one of the easiest ways to i can think of to, i don't know you know what i mean but um, but this shit is covered in grease, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself because like this is right when I get into this trade because I started off. Oh, so I was mentioning before though. So I started off as a, I was doing laboring and cleaning for this company, and then they eventually started to get me to fix things, and then it eventually turned into an apprenticeship offer. So I took it. Mm-hmm. So then I think this was right after I ended up taking the apprenticeship offer. So I thought like, oh, I'm gonna be like a hard ass about this shit. I'm gonna go in raw dog in this. Nice. I'm gonna just touch the bearing with my bare hand and get my hands all greasy mm-hmm. dude um my boss walked out and my hands looked like uh you know that picture of justin trudeau oh my god yeah that's what they looked like can i say that can i <laughs> <laughs> can i say that i, I don't know oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but so my boss comes out my hands are covered in this grease. And he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, cleaning the bearing up. I'm like, this is what you guys asked me to do kind right. of thing. He's like, why the fuck wouldn't you wear gloves? Nice. And I'm like, 
I thought I thought there were, I thought getting dirty was part of the job kind mm-hmm. of vibe. And he's like, "Go wash your fucking hands." And I had to sit in the wash basin for like ten, fifteen minutes. Nice. Just Dude, once took again, a break. scrubbing my basically scrubbing my hands, scrubbing my hands, scrubbing my hands, and then and then I went back to wearing well, not back to wearing gloves. Then I started wearing yeah. gloves. You know, I knew that raw dog and it was not appropriate at this point. You try to I, be a man. I did try to be a man. <laughs> It did not work out, dude. It did not work out. Um, dude, you were saying though, what did you want to get? What did I you want to get? The what? Dyson air purifier. Bro. That's gonna be the sexiest thing on the work site this yeah, next man. summer, dude. Then that way I get no wood dust, no anything, no, no fucking um, what's that thing? Like the big machines, they'll be like, uh, driving around and like a bunch of just dust. Will just be at dust. What am I? What, what? I'm so dumb. Dust. Dust will just be going everywhere, you know. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be breathing in that clean, clean air while listening to some crazy, crazy tracks. The Dyson air purifier. That's a crazy thing, dude. I. One K. Easy money. That's one thing that I can't say I ever really thought I saw coming. Mm-mm. It's like a mask for COVID almost. It kind of is. I think that was kind of the vibe that it was yeah, giving so me too. when I first saw it. I was like, that looks like shit bane yeah it does look like bane Bane. but that's gonna be the craziest thing on the work site if you pull up with that and just know everyone's gonna make fun of you facts if it's not milwaukee bro i'm sorry if it's not milwaukee (laughs) is not right that's all i gotta say um actually that's a cool topic too there quick though tool brands oh god tool brands how do you feel about those expensive things like they're so expensive do you buy into it what do you mean? Because as a mechanic, that's a really, really big thing. Because you got your Canadian tire, aka crappy tire. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't got an issue with it. I think Canadian tire stuff is still dope. I got one that's like five minutes from my work, so I go get that free warranty anyways, baby. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You gotta go to Home Depot. Home Depot's good. Um, but no, it's a really big thing in the mechanic world. Snap on. Snap on. Snap on. What is that? You don't know what Snap on is? Okay, so Snap-on is basically the fucking Louis Vuitton of the mechanic world. Okay. And... Strap-on? If you want to call it that, it might as well be called that because they fuck you when they ask for the price. Oh, nice. I'm just saying. But they're nice. They're nice. Mm. So, my boss, to sum it up to you, my boss, back in my old job, he had a toolbox that was Snap-on. Take the, There's no tools in it right now with this price I'm about to give you. Guess how much this thing costs. This thing is probably... Like $600? My toolbox costs $600, dude. No, no, no. So this is a big orange toolbox. It's probably about eight to nine feet wide. Well, and it's that's probably at least $1,500. Also, it's probably about... I'm closing my eyes, visualizing it, trying to give it to you guys. Visual I'd scan. It's Visual scan. I'd say it's about eight and a half feet long, and then it's... Huh? it's uh, even half feet it's long. probably about six feet tall oh it's like a whole like thing it's a toolbox oh it's so, just oh, a toolbox. that shit's like fucking like 3k then eight not feet even long not even More. close tenfold that nice 30,000 oh my god for the necessary for the box just the box unnecessary it was I'm a sorry. double it was a double decker that shit was gorgeous though dude neon orange i only say unnecessary just because i don't know enough yet but like on that like it's it's too expensive 30 kids. That's a car. But Brand the, new I car. agree. But these people, they're also in it for their career, dude. No, so I know. 
there's an it's even be bigger one though too. There was time. another guy that worked up in our shop that was located. I think it was it was in Crossfield. Mm-hmm. Double the size. Damn. The box was double the size. I think it was probably sixty grand too for the fucking box. But so just the box Jesus. itself was thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? There was probably fifty grand worth of tools inside of it. Oh my God. Anywhere from another thirty to uh, fifty grand. But here I'm gonna look up Snap On Toolbox. Yeah, my dad. My dad's uh, uh, a few of his things got stolen at work. So two uh, Dewalt batteries uh, got stolen, a saw, and a nail gun. So all of that together was like pretty much almost two thousand dollars gone, like just stolen. How much? Pretty much two thousand dollars stolen. Holy shit. Yeah, so that's not fun. No, it really is. And that's the scary thing too about keeping the shit out in the uh in the open. Yeah, but no, exactly. he, uh one It's basically this, but take that side Whoa. cabinet off. Yeah, that's huge. If you uh if any of you guys Google snap on toolbox orange, it's it's essentially gonna be the first picture that shows up. Yeah, but like so he was saying like the the she was crazy. One thing that he left, I think it was the saw. That was uh, that was his fault. But the other stuff, he doesn't know how that got stolen. So somebody probably went into his truck and stole it. But it was at the job site, and like two one battery on its own is two hundred and fifty dollars. So that's two stolen five hundred. Oh, yeah, uh, a gun that gun specifically seven hundred dollars. I think he said. Then, so right there, that's already like one point two, right? And then he got a saw stolen. So, nearly $2,000. These people are demonic, dude. Yeah. Imagine stealing that. You know you should do real quick, though? Huh? You should go on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, get your phone. Yeah. Get your phone. Yeah, get my phone. What's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. What's go, up? Go on Instagram. Okay. And then search up uh, Fortnite. Okay. And then okay. go to accounts. Okay. Yeah. And then tell me what's up. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What is it? What is it? It's just a bunch of porn. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, I was on Instagram scrolling on the reels one day, and then this guy's just like, you will never believe what happens when you search up Fortnite and go to accounts. I did it. I was just like, how okay, is this so, here, bro? Guys, do yourself a favor. Uh literally no 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 but okay so here i'm gonna i'm gonna list off a couple here for you we got fortnite girls naked oh my god fortnite x 92 (laughs) high sex video but then the then the name on the account is porno porno fortnite fortnite (laughs) (laughs) porno porno fortnite and then we got fortnite sexy nice fortnite only fans bro if you go into it because i did it's a bunch of like the characters like the Operators, like, whatever the like fuck. porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's them just naked. I'm like, what the? That's hilarious. Kind of turned me um, on. Kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not into that shit. You're not into The it? Gentai. You're not into Gentai? No. Um, But no, just quickly, though, snap-ons. So, no, they're crazy for their prices, dude. But. Oh, yeah. No. It's, Anything it's tools ridiculous. is expensive from the looks of it. Oh, Even yeah. the Milwaukee jacket that heats up. Now, it's like four hundred dollars. Talk about that. Talk about that. But with the Dyson air purifier showing up at the same Bro, you time, you were a walking a safety hazard. Walking think Playboy. The, think about the amount of electricity on your body right I now, know. dude. You are a walking fucking battery. You you literally emit so much electricity. 
I want to pull up with the Milwaukee heated jacket, the Dyson Air Purifier, those Ray-Ban glasses that connect to Snapchat or Instagram Reels, oh whatever gosh. it is. Yeah, the snaps, and then the, the snap specs. Or I need I need the Nike Air Mags, but the ones that actually tie themselves. Damn, that's gonna be the craziest. Back, back to the future. The craziest outfit of all time, baby. Get it ruined by the first day. Honestly, though, that Milwaukee jacket so unnecessary. Cause, dude, I work outside all day every day. There's times I'm sweating with the jacket on dude, and I have to take it off. No, 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 dude, 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 it hasn't even been cold yet this year. No, I know, but like, I use a, okay, think about it like this. I'm wearing two sweatpants already. Yeah. I'm using, obviously, a shirt, a hoodie, and then I have a, a pretty big jacket over already. But that's what you got to do, guys. You got to dress nice and warm for this shit. Yeah, because it's never too, it's never cold if you're dressed enough. The thing is, is I'd rather overdress because like you said, you sweat and then you take the jacket off. There's nothing worse than going to work not being ready for the weather. You're gonna struggle. Oh. You're gonna struggle if it's cold and you don't have a jacket and it gets and just gets colder because there's days that it starts getting colder throughout the day. Yeah, you're gonna struggle, dude. Um, I can't believe some of the weather that these people got to be working in because in my trade, a really big branch of it is field mechanics, mm-hmm. and these base these guys are these guys are on. They're on demon time 24-7. I'm not even lying, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, they're on call 24-7, so they got to they gotta go whenever. Mm-hmm. Potentially. They got to work in any weather. It doesn't matter, dude. You're outside. You're on the ground. You're in the snow Damn. trying to get machines started up. You're underneath machines in minus 30. You're underneath machines when it's when it's raining. Um, The craziest one, dude. So my old foreman at my last job he was a field mechanic and he was from nicaragua nicaragua this guy was telling me he had to go and repair a machine that got stuck in the water what the hell and you i don't go in the water i don't know you know what i mean you ever hear stuff and it's like you you think people cap that's a big thing in trades too i feel like a lot of people just say so much random shit in trades but for the sake of the podcast i'm telling the story this dude told me he's like so i had to get up under the machine but since it was so deep in the water it was like up to my chest i had four guys stand and hold a piece of plywood up that i could lay down on mm-hmm. while i worked up underneath the machine i'm like that is insane yeah. i was like there's no fucking way bro that's sick though that's sick guys, just thinking about that i mean those guys that that do crazy shit in the craziest weathers yeah my dad respect to those people dude once again well, it comes down to these are guys that are yeah you guys are putting your lives on the line to an extent 100%. sometimes especially with how intense some of this bro, shit I've, gets. I've, I've been on the roof and like you have no security around you no security oh no 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 you're not secure at all yeah no i know what you're saying like you, you, like there, there's nothing around you like it, it one wrong step you're falling from the roof. Bruno's going to get the OSHA claim called in on his job site. <laughs> like, we saying. have the harness on, like, when you're on the, the roof. Like, you must. There you go. But, mm, no, I don't trust that shit. <laughs> what are you tied off to when you're up on the roof of Big a... Big rope. Yeah, yeah, but what is it tied... Like, what is the main thing that it's tied off to? Oh, something within the house. Like, it'll be, like, in the house, on the floor. So, like, if you if you fall, like, you're just going to, like... Boom. Yeah, like, your body's going to, like... best way. Like... It's going to do like, you know, it's going to start flailing. You ever been dropped in a harness? No. At all? So Mm -hmm. I never got dropped, but uh, when they were giving me mobile elevated 
platform training like for like sky jacks and shit like mm-hmm. that back in my last job they put me in a harness and they picked us all up with the crane they only oh, took sick. us up like two feet off the ground but let me tell you those things on your ball sack it hurts yeah they're not, they're not designed to hang in no it's just to literally save your life and that's yeah exactly it. you don't want to be falling over in those things it's like if you feel some sort of pain something happens to you well at least you still have your life so that's pretty much how it's seen dude the funniest thing that i heard happen with the skyjack was we had two heater technicians in our shop mm-hmm. they were fixing the heaters up in the rooftop and i guess they couldn't get up high enough with what they were using mm-hmm. like the, with, with the skyjack so they started standing on the fucking railing and my boss came out while they were doing it and started going off oh on them God. apparently i was like yo i wasn't there but Bro. Like I said, it's not no joke. I almost lost my pinky one time. Oh, yeah. Um, disgusting. I just if, remember the video. If any of you guys know what an excavator is, it's a... People call it a digger. Big old digger. Mm-hmm. Um, on the bucket, there's a cutting edge. And it's not actually sharp. It's just the part that you take off so the bucket doesn't wear down again. Mm-hmm. And I had to go pick one up, and it was a big 89-inch pizza steel to basically sum nice. it up. And I just had this thing drop on my hand, and it busted my pinky wide open, straight in half. Ugh. First thing I did was look down and just start moving it. And I was like, okay, well, it still moves, but it looks like I got two pinkies going on here because mm. it looked wide. Bleeding profusely. All over the floor. I'm not even at my job. I'm mm-hmm. at like another shop down downtown, basically. And uh, dude, apparently I turned as gray as the walls. I remember having to wash that shit out, and I wanted to cry. And I had to go get twelve stitches vertically up my so pinky, much, dude. Man. But it was worth it. I've also got two stitches on my eyebrow. You did right there. Nice. Cause I uh. I got a drill stuck in a piece of metal, Damn, and the, the bill got the yeah, the drill bit got jammed in the steel. So mm. then the rest of the drill kept turning yeah. with the amount of torque, spun around and bang the battery oh. whacked me right in the face and just blood straight down. I had to go get it stitched up. Damn. Um, it's not no joke. I've seen Sean. I didn't see him have it happen, but he had to get five staples in his head since I started working with them because uh, a customer's hatch. When we were loading them up, mm-hmm. when he was loading them up, came down on his head and busted his head wide open and he had to get five staples in it. Bro, my, Anything could happen. Uh, my dad, something, literally something just happened. Like I think it was the contractor. Yeah. Uh, there, He's one of the guys that doesn't really do much, but <laughs> it's whatever. It's funny. Um, but this one day he, he got out of his truck and everything. He was like, you know, I'm going to put the stairs down in the basement. Okay. And... He he usually never does this. So like to, it, everybody was like, "Why did he go do it?" Because he never does it. The contractor. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Dude puts it down. I think when he lays it, lays the stairs down, like he lets it go. Uh, his hoodie get, got got attached to the stairs, and he literally fell straight to the basement from the first floor Ooh, with the stairs. With the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Because his hoodie got attached onto the stairs. So he like went right with it. Dude broke a uh, thing, two ribs, and uh, might have uh, hurt his arm or something happened. And another story, because I always ask my dad these stories, right? Like when in the beginning, like when yeah. I first started, he's like, well, I was like, oh, what's the craziest shit you've ever heard or like seen? He's like, well, 
<clears throat> I wasn't there that day, but what happened? Oh, and the contractor that fell, by the way, real quick, that was in my dad's house. That was like last month. Oh shit. Yeah. So not my dad's fault no, at no, all, no, 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 but, but it's like... just like, so like, what the hell? But anyways, my dad told me there was oh, this. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> like my dad told me there was this uh, laborer. He, he, he was just cleaning around the area. And this guy with the forklift came and picked up some materials. Yeah. And the and the 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 labor labor went right under the forklift, and uh, well that shit, well that's all she wrote. Shit fell right on him, bro. Like he. Yeah, he's dead. He got squished. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad what? told me if you ever see a forklift, what? do not go anywhere near You're it. Dude, not even just forklift. Honestly, somebody that works around all that kind of shit. If you see moving equipment, period. I think the rule of don't thumb, stay under, don't stay si- six meters away in any yeah, direction. Bro, any get, direction, get it's away not any from joke. it. They might not see you, dude. Yeah. Have you operated any of that stuff? No, no, no. It's hard as shit to see people sometimes, and I can't lie to you. Like some of it, you got such bad blind spots. So yeah, no, no. especially the, those telehandlers. And you got to rely on people to tell you, like, like, oh, is this good? Is it good? Like, but oh, I still yeah. got to keep going up. Like a and zoom you can't boom. Hit them. Yeah, that's the bad one. That's I hate. That's those. the one that they were that I was talking about the zoom boom. It's a yeah. forklift, but it's just like way, the way bigger. The entire right side you can't see out of because that boom is. Oh yeah. Dang. I've never There's been in There's a window it. there, but like yeah. you can only see out of it once it gets up high up. You have to rely on a little mirror that's on the other side to like oh. really see what's going on there. So that's what if you're on the right side of a telehandler, just you're you don't exist to that person mm-hmm. is basically the best way to think about it. So don't get anywhere yeah. near that motherfucker. Well, yeah, I I usually don't, but I told you like a few weeks ago the contractor had his fucking thirteen year old son there uh, handling that thing. That's crazy. Bro. That's cra- I died at what you said to me, though. You were like, he should have been in school on recess or, like, learning Bruh, it was something. a 12-year-old kid on a, f- a, a Friday at 11 a.m. What is he doing at a job site? Running the Zoom boom. Uh, it was, like, dude, should, like, like I said, you're either in class or recess, my dude. Like, I've heard that it's hard to get on? workers out there right now, but I didn't yeah, know we were getting that desperate, dude. God, I didn't damn. know we were getting that desperate. But 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 nah, dude did dude did crazy, he did bro. Good. He, he did he, good. That twelve year old or thirteen, whatever you are. That's a thirteen year old know. man. Yeah, that's a thirteen year old man, bro. Dude, dude did good. I'm just saying. He's got more hair on his chest than we do already, dude. Facts, man. He's out there. He's grinding away. Nah, he's doing good. And honestly, if that kid doesn't want to do anything after high school, like he's chilling because he's gonna do good. He's he's gonna do good. Trust me. And that's the thing. I'm not too. just saying because of what I saw. It's like. Because, you know, realistically speaking, like, I know that, that that's probably like a safety and uh, a legal violation right there. But on the bright side of things, that kid is going to have he's so many skills man. before he gets out into the real world. Yeah. By the time he starts, he'll be like already like fucking three times better than I would be You know, <laughs> you know? Who's, with that stuff. You know who's in a sick situation right now, dude? Who? Uh, Sean's son. Why? So... He's still in high school, but he's in his last year, but he's in a co-op program and he's doing a welding apprenticeship. Oh, yeah. That's mainly what his school is focusing around. So welders, A, they make really good money. And second of all, he's already working like a fucking borderline full-time job because he's going at like, I think almost every day in the night times kind of thing like this. This kid is grinding. Damn. He's doing so good. And he's a good ass welder too, dude. So like he's talking about doing like traveling for welding which is like a really big thing too i think mm. like there's so many different welding is fun 
Welding is so fun, man. But like, no, nah, that kid's in a sick situation with the mm-hmm. the skills that he's got learned already, um, and just the circumstances that he's gonna have. Because like I said, he's already got a job, mm-hmm. so he's already getting his hours for his apprenticeship as well. So he's just gonna have to go write his test and everything like that well, too. Yeah, you'll be that's good. gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Oh yeah, apprenticeships too are cheap. They are. They're, and sometimes, honestly, if you don't, if you if you already know the person, if you're not, if it's not a company, and and you know the person, you can just get into the trade. Like how I did, I didn't do an apprenticeship, but my dad knew people. It's different with you, and though. Yeah. So yeah. like like I said, I'm not in an actual like company company where like you know there's HR, or there's this, there's that. No, it's just it's it's very different in framing. It's very different. Yeah, because for it's me, legit, just very different. Is I have to get set up through an apprenticeship program, which is ran through on I think the provincial <laughs> level of government, because here it's different from the Alberta one. Mm-hmm. You just sign up with that, and your company has to sponsor you, basically acknowledge like, okay, hey, yeah, this dumb fuck's working for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked this many hours. He's getting his technical training here. He's getting better, bro. I was um, I was supposed to start uh with this other guy, like yeah. instead of who uh the crew I'm with right now, and like first day at the job, you know, first day of trades, fresh new uh fresh new helmet, fresh new Ooh. pouch and everything, hammer has no scratches, my my uh the dude that was supposed to be my boss, he's like so. Daddy buy you all that stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> bro. You're it's like, so embarrassing though. Like, like I know I was, I was new, but even for all those other guys, when you have like fresh new shit, people don't know whether to trust you if you're new or if you if you know what you're doing. Or, or if not. you just got new stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, because there's the occasional thing. It's like yeah, not because then it's like you feel like you're getting your cherry popped. It's like you feel like damn i'm vulnerable right now dude Facts. but then when you go get your new shit later like i guarantee next time you get a new pair of work boots you're gonna feel so fresh it's not even oh, anymore yeah. like not it's not like i'm showing up like the virgin anymore it's like i'm showing up like the giga chad yeah, yeah. it's like this is my <laughs> new shit dude said he's making the chad face right now ladies and gentlemen <laughs> he's making the chad face but yeah um... i think it's a good way though i think it's a good <clears throat> way to um segue into just saving up some money for yourself because then you can kind of get a direction going dude it's Mm -hmm. uh because that was another thing that we wanted to talk about too is like where we want to be in the next couple of years and just early adulthood is it 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 can be a difficult thing so trades are a sure way that you're going to be still exercising your mind a lot oh yeah because you're learning stuff new every day you can save up some money and yeah, honestly, it gives if, you time yeah, to like work if you on don't want to go to school, just make sure you save up your money. And trust me, there's a lot of things that you can do with that. Exactly. And it's not always about you a lot of getting it done right away. I feel like social media pushes that so hard now. Mm-hmm. It's got to be smart with it, you know? It's got to be very smart with it. It's not about going out and getting all the, all the crazy expensive stuff and blowing the money. It's fun at first. I did it. I did it. I was stupid. Yeah, but you're going to be, like, you know, like every weekend, like, say, uh, um, two weeks pass by, you got paid, and then that weekend, yo, I'm going to go to the club, bro, and then you fucking spend your whole fucking check, and then you're broke again. It's you're like it's dope, spot. but it's like, yeah, what you did you get it, out? What did you get out of it? Nothing. You got a, you got a night of Then you life. look at the end of the month, you save 200 bucks, Yeah. but you got paid 5000 Yeah. So, 
Okay. Like, just an example. No, know? I get what you're saying. Exactly. It's but like, you, you, gotta, gotta, you just got to be smart with it and save your money. And that's what I'm trying to figure out, too. I feel like that's a really big part of uh, early adulthood. I know you and I have both been talking a lot about money, especially with me going into school right now. Is mm-hmm. it, it, It's a big learning process trying to figure out how to handle your money in the beginning because I feel that... Y- <sighs> Especially if you're making a decent amount of money at a young age, too, because you start getting excited. It's like, okay, well, technically, I have extra this much left over, so I can go spend this, 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 mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. But it's like, there's a lot of unaccounted for expenses that you have to take into Gas. consideration in life. Gas, you don't really know 100%, unless you're planning your routes around all the time or you're not ever mm-hmm. going out on ever like other adventures and shit like that. Like, it's kind of hard to plan how much gas money you're going to be spending every month down to the T, especially. Especially with how gas lot, prices bro. have fluctuated all over the place. Um, you got to budget. You got to learn how to budget. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to, like Bruno was saying, put some money away. Because, yeah, the next thing you know, you're uh, it's dope because you're going out doing fun shit. But the next thing you know, your car breaks down. And it's yeah, like, so, and then you it's don't like have the money for that. Yeah, it's like that 500 extra bucks could have been saved. But then to... I speak out of experience, bro. This shit happened to me. I got I wasn't saving properly, then boom, yeah. I had to change my brakes and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. You so, get kind of fucked with it sometimes. Kind of learn. Um No, and that's happened to me too. But I feel like it's good because we we've learned it at such a young age, so I think that there's a there's still hope for us. <laughs> no, I, there's there, there's no hope We're for done? me, bro. There's no We're hope done? for me. We're done. I'm done for. Fuck. Psych. Bruno is going to be the one that if we ever end up getting successful, he's going to spend all the money on hookers and blow. And Hell nah. It's going to be crazy. He's going to be a gambler. He's going to be worse than Drake. He'll be the next Tiger Woods. What? Just not golf. Not golf? Then what's your thing? Sex addiction. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just straight up. And just rich as fuck. No, I'm kidding. Um... Yeah, I just want to make a lot of money, bro. Like, <laughs> me too. But it's it's trying to figure like, out how I just to do that. Want to be good with it, and you know, no, there, there's multiple ways to do it, bro. Like, you just gotta really be smart about it. Like I've been saying, like look into what you want to do thoroughly. Like really know what you want to do. But then people are probably thinking, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Like for me, for example, I want to buy homes. Like I mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, that's a huge way to make money, bro. Oh, one hundred percent. Like but it's, then... it's risky, but you, you gotta, gotta you this. Gotta that's a risk you can you gotta take. Think about it, bro. Okay, the market goes down for five years, but ten years ago, shit was, uh, for example, eight hundred thousand. Now a house is uh two million. Okay, I took a risk, but look at it now. Look what look what my risk did for me. Yeah, exactly. So but then you gotta you gotta learn really what good. risks are gonna be right because then I feel like yeah, that's where a lot that, of learning yeah. comes in. Because to be good at shit like that, it's more than just yeah, buy and yeah, sell and yeah, wait. It's, it's more than just buy, sell, and wait. You gotta like, you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta read. Mm-hmm. You gotta read. And there's um, more to it too. Like if you're gonna cl- reform the house, like like you know, like uh, completely tear it down and then build it up again like in the inside you know what i'm saying like there's shit yeah, like that like so you gotta have money renovate for that. them and shit too yeah, renovation yeah you gotta have money for that too because if you're buying the house you're the landlord you gotta do that yeah exactly that's your job and it's just um that's what i mean like there's so, so many people get caught up in i don't know what the fuck i want to do mm-hmm. so like 
you, so outside of that, do you know what you want to do? Anything else? No. No? No, not really. So that's where I feel like we get lost and like. But I'm fine with that though. Because like, for example, if I do own homes. Yeah. I'll have what I want. Like I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to do the things I want. I'll, I'll never be hungry again. I'll have a home. I could have a family if that's the plan. And so, I'll be good. Everything will be fine. And I'll honestly I'll have a good amount of money. It's not just I'll be I'll be well off. No, I'll I be think very that, well off. And that's a good way to look at it like to approach a goal is you have very open ended goal right there. Is you know what I mean? <clears throat> like mm-hmm. there you have a lot of you have the outcome that you want, but you just don't know how to get there. Which is, I think, the right direction then, because then you just have to piece the parts in the middle together, which, mm-hmm. like you said, you just need to figure out how to become financially stable and financially independent. That's the first part, yeah. Exactly. You need and to it's have like, money built up. And that's where, yeah, like you need to take Down it. payment, bro. You need to take it step by step. Oh, yeah. And it, I think people get so caught up in the bigger picture, which I think is an important thing as well. But, but don't kill yourself over that. No, because if you're like it's possible, if other people can did it, then you can do it too. But if you're always focusing on like the bigger, bigger picture, you're never going to make it there Mm-mm. because you're gonna not, look like oh my god, this is so hard. Like you're not going to see what you actually need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to figure it out, and I think that would probably be my biggest piece of advice to people that don't have any clue or where they want to be going with stuff and that that's kind of where I went with the trade stuff as well with my apprenticeship is because I can like you said start saving up money and start working towards the financial stability and stuff like that which gives me the freedom to do what I want in my life then Mm -hmm. rather than trying to figure out what I want to do and stuff like that because if once you have the financial stability and like you got enough money if it starts to feel like you can kind of just go whichever direction you mm-hmm. want. Like, for example, even us with this, it was like we had enough money that we could go out and get the equipment that we needed to. And here we are recording Tubi's episode four, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. But, no, that's really all it is. Is I feel like people got to take it day by day. I think we get too big picturesque nowadays. Uh, but It's hard. It's, okay. it's hard. We'll make it. Will we? Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Gotta have faith, bro. Gotta have faith. Gotta have that hope. Gotta believe in yourself. If you don't, then obviously you're not gonna make shit. Oh, that's exactly it, dude. Exactly. So, what do you think? I think wrap up? Yeah. Yeah. It's on jaw. I think that's it. That is on jaw, guys. Um, Thanks again for listening. If Belgium's back in this. Yo, Belgium was good. It was we good, love, baby. We love you, Brussels. Brussels. It says Brussels. Yeah. I think it was Brussels. Brussels to be exact. But, uh, but no, thanks for listening, guys. If, uh, if you got anything that you want to be saying, any questions, mm-hmm. any... Anything of anything. Anything Topics, of anything. Anything about anything. You know where to find us. Instagram at 2BsInAPod. I-N-N-A for Inna. For my Instagram, it's Brady Rowe. Row R X W E, and you can find me on Instagram also at uh, Bruno dot zero one Bruno with two N's, and you can find us everywhere else on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, Amazon, Google, 
Chrome because apparently I saw that there. I don't know what the Google fuck that Chrome. means. I think people just watch it on the RSS feed itself. Oh, okay. So yeah, you can also find us there on RSS and uh, I don't know if I mentioned Spotify, but Spotify. Spotify you did, sir. Yeah, nice. That's so how Spotify much we times lo- two. That's how much we love Spotify. Spotify, give us that Joe Rogan deal, baby. Give me that Joe Rogan deal. Give us that Joe Rogan deal. Give us that Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen, Spotify exclusive deal. Exactly. But no, thanks again for listening, guys. Email any questions that you got to the uh, the email that's going to be down in the link of the episode. Oh, and by the way, the YouTube probably looks uh, messed up. Oh, yeah. Because like episode two is the first one and then episode one is the second one. And then three. But Yeah, but that's just it. We just messed up and or shit messed up, honestly. But um, we'll, we'll be back. And well, we didn't we didn't really know YouTube order was now. happening right away, but yeah. it's all good. So we got her figured out. We'll be getting video coming in the new year. Um, Give us some yes, suggestions, sir. though. We want some suggestions for stuff to talk about. Make it entertaining for us and make it also more entertaining for you. We want to take that's phone calls. Want we want to get stories. We want suggestions. We want questions. We want thoughts, like you know, like like hoes. Sure, both of those <laughs> thoughts and thoughts. Um, I love hoes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was saying, to Bruno, let's get an OnlyFans girl on the show. Oh my God. Anything, bro. Anything. Just anything. 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 But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up if you want to be a guest on the show. Coming in the new year, we're gonna uh, probably have a more proper setup to actually have a third person here, and uh, we already have a couple guests in mind <laughs> that we want to be getting in here. But we hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. Yes, sir. And, uh, and yes, stick ma'am. around. Find us every Wednesday on all your favorite platforms. Yes, indeed. Two bees. Two bees. We out, bro. Peace. Peace.